just potted about this exact thing bro, an hour ago. It's a flawless tape. Oh, oh God. Is that band scale? Bro, this, bro, this bro, listen, listen. Y'all done called in the reinforcements. Bro, there's not a bad song on there. There's really not one. There's bad songs on there. I'm not bad. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say bad. There's songs that are not good. Name the songs that aren't good. That aren't good? Name the songs oh, that aren't good. Go. Uh, I think Desires is whatever. I don't think it's a bad song. But I don't think it's like, oh, my God. I think that. You um, lying already. That ain't lying. I, I, Why is he here? <laughs> he lying already, bro. No, I'm not. On and Ryan already lying about desires. Uh, so, so, no, I'm not. I'm not lying. All I said is that, like, I simply said, I said there are songs that are not bad, but they aren't like very good either. There's like a bunch of some songs that are just like, all right, all right, they ain't nothing crazy that I'm not gonna spin again. But then there are songs like Pain 1993 that are like, oh yeah, like that's a generational track. You know what I mean? So some songs, yeah, like I'm ready to like play that whenever or whatever it comes on, I'm gonna be like ready for it. How do you all- call that song generational with that Cardi verse on there? Well, no, Drake to me, like I think Drake was ridiculous on that joint. Yeah, Drake I, did enough to make bro, up for it, but Cardi verse still trash. I don't even care that Cardi's versus. I think it's because of like from the the beat to like the f- Drake's flow and like. I think it's just like yeah, crazy. That's not that's not good. That's not okay to have half a song. I mean, but Cardi wasn't half the joint though, right? Like his verse is like a minute. His, his verse was like a minute. I mean it's like a minute. Yeah, get him like that's awful. It's so bad. I'm not gonna hear that song very often. Bro, niggas said Cardi fouled out. <laughs> <laughs> You mean to tell me he didn't even get in the game? Yeah, he, he didn't did, get out the front. Uh, remember when the ref tossed Tim Duncan from the bench? Oh my like, gosh. Bro. <laughs> shit on in high school when you dunk in the, in the layup line and they on your ass about that shit. They shouldn't have let Cardi out the fucking locker room, bro. That shit was terrible. Yeah, fam. Cardi Cardi was horrible, but like like you said, Snoop, I think Drake did enough, more than enough. Yeah, I think Drake like did it was enough. it was like it was like Shaq in the two thousand finals type <laughs> stuff, bro. Like that dominant where it's like he dropping forty five and twenty one with six blocks. And it don't matter if Kobe is good that game. It's still a W Thank regardless. God Cardi went second. Right. Ooh. Right, bro. Bro, if he would have started that shit, I would have oh been like, God, <laughs> like that'd have been a fucking headache. You understand why he's about to the the day, uh, though, start his album? In the end of the day, though, Desires is still a it's a it's a fine song. I mean, you don't, yeah, you don't love it, because you don't love fine. it. Other people don't love it. When I said it's fine. At, yeah. Okay, hey, isn't this not the thing. full Desire version? Wasn't it a longer future verse? There was longer well, future verse. It was. I think on the leak it was. You got like another like bridge. Alright. How many uh, songs on here? All of it. Bro, fourteen. Bro, there are fourteen I'm saying songs. How, you might have how many on here songs? were uh, leaks? Because I didn't listen to all the leaks. Oh, and I know okay. we changed a lot of the names on. Like nine of them. Are, uh, like nine of them were leaks, right? Deep Pockets was leaked. When to say when was already out. Chicago Freestyle was already out. Not you was new. Tusi Slide was already wow. out. Desires was leaked. Time flies. New landed. New D for L. New paint. Nineteen ninety three. You That's know, kind of leak, but not really, news. though. Yeah. Losses, Losses, no. From Florida with love. I mean, no. We heard that over 
over the snippets. IG. Yeah, but it wasn't like it didn't never release right. anymore. War was just out. So I mean, oh shit! Like, so it's a lot of new shit on here. I didn't know. Yeah, Deep pockets is rolling, right? That was yeah. rolling. Yep. All exactly. right. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot of new three shit. of these songs got released. Four got released officially. Yeah. No, yeah. five, five. Chicago, Chicago freestyle. freestyle when is desire? Yeah. And desires and war. I know oh, it's yeah, cool yeah, to overreact. Yeah. I know it's cool to overreact. But like I'm really not overreacting. Like I truly do nah, believe. About to overreact, right? No, nah, nah, bro. I really... <laughs> Everybody says that before they get ready to overreact. So. No, dog. Like, like, just drop your hot take. Drop your hot take, bro. In my heart of hearts, losses is a top twenty Drake, Drake track. In my heart of hearts, losses. Losses. Hey, it, it it might end up being that. I'm not even gonna hold you. The moment it Both came on, it, it felt like "Do Not Disturb" to me. "Do Not Disturb" is definitely. It's not even the best song on this. Both track. of y'all are lying, bro. Why did y'all? Why did y'all come on here lying, yeah, bro? You oh. just you trying to go viral right now? <laughs> no, I'm yeah. really not. Bro. Like, like, I actually say a lot. Like, I was being <laughs> very serious when I said that. Like, I really do think it might be a top twenty Drake track. It's not even a top Drake three song on the tape. It's, it's, it's top might not three. even top five on the tape. I don't it's even know technically if we have a song on this album that makes the top twenty of Drake songs. To be completely true. Hold on, Chicago freestyle. Chicago freestyle. You've lost it sometime. Oh, that's what I was talking about. I was talking about losses. What is what is uh Trev talking about? Well, here's the thing. Rice is Trev's talking about rolling no, pockets. Oh no, 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 no. All right, no, let me rewind no, that. Bro. This when I heard bro. losses. Listen. That's when I thought of do not disturb. Bro, I said I said to me, losses might end up being a top twenty Drake track. And then Rice said it might not it's not even a top three. Song on here, but I'm like, no, okay, I but said Deep Pockets is not a top. Oh, uh, they probably thought, yeah, Deep Pockets. I yeah, I, I heard know, you. That's why I was rolling with you. Yeah, that's what I was rolling with you. Did you put Deep Pockets? You put Deep Pockets in the chat. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. You put Deep Pockets in the chat. I was tweaking, but no, yeah, losses is fine. I don't like. It's easy to say that, but you gotta remember this is Drake. So then when we start talking about twenty Drake songs, you're gonna be right. Mm, but mm. When, if Drake goes into a battle, is losses going to get played? In no. Terms of like, no, it's not. Like, no. Losses is good. It's like fire. And it, it you taps me losses without his dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cut man. Intro off, cut Cardi off. Why they say, why they say Cardi was uh, Joel Embiid against the rappers when he had zero points? <laughs> <laughs> bro, <laughs> Ben Simmons. He was the zero points playoff game. Because he was. Yeah, that was horrible. That was you know, horrible. You know, you know how good Drake is that he did this and he collected the leaks that we all had and he still didn't put not around or vital on this shit. Crazy. Are we recording? Are we like, recording? Vital a couple years ago and was just like, nah. Right. That's nuts. You think you think Drake leaked some of them songs on purpose because yes. he knew he was doing this? Yes. Absolutely. I think, Absolutely. Yeah, I think he was trying to get uh, check the temperature. Why would Drake? How would a Drake record get leaked? No, that's the same shit I was like, saying. This nigga's house is called the Embassy. Yeah, like his his ears, his best friend. Forty's not just <laughs> slipping songs out. Everything is everything Drake does is calculated and strategic. If you heard some, if you heard some, it's because he wanted you to hear it. That's fine. So, Rob, what do you rate this album? I'm gonna start with you because <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, or he about yeah, to first, just first listen, six. just first listen, first listen. No, no, first listen. I thought I, I tweeted it. I said I was satisfied with it overall. I think that 
you know, what I try to do, um, I don't try to like listen with the expectation that what I think is going to be bad is going to come into fruition. And so I went in and tried to go into it with an open mind and it starts off obviously very strong. It's funny because Trout, you know, he gives me hell because like, I'm like, I said this in, a, in another conversation. I'm not the type that tries to listen to anything that comes out early or leaks like that. I just wait for the shit to drop and then I just listen. Um, I, I don't even do that with Kendrick. Like, and so a lot of these yeah. songs I was listening to for the first time. Like obviously some things that he releases as singles, I'll listen to like when he dropped Chicago Freestyle, but a lot of those leaks that y'all had already heard, I hadn't, I hadn't heard before. So I found it to be like good. I thought it was just good. And I'm not saying that like when we listen to this, that we're going to think of this like special in terms of like one of his three or four or five best albums that he's ever made, but I think it's good. It serves its purpose and it satisfied his fans. And I don't think it's something that you, we can look back a year or two, three from now and be like, okay, this is a bad Drake album or a bad Drake project. I think it's, it's fine. I think it's good. And so what obviously, and it's also like an appetizer for the summer. So contextually in that space, I'm not trying to go into this, trying to slander him to the ground. Like this wasn't good. Now, if this was the album, maybe I'd have a different conversation, but it's a mixtape and it's serving its purpose as a mixtape. So he did his job. No slander on this end. I'm not going to give it, I'm not going to do that, but we will live to fight another day. Should that day need to come. Wow, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> well, no, no, look, man, like, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it clear cut. Like, I'm not just going to, like, slander just to slander. Like, obviously, like, because it's funny, because Trout, when uh, earlier was saying, like, I don't see a bad song on the album, I'm, on the joint, I'm like, well, like, there are definitely some songs that are not good. They may not be bad, but they're not good. Tell us and, about those ones that aren't good. I mean, so, like, what, so, right, do you, so you guys honestly... Not one song you guys don't think is not a. Nah, I'm not saying that. I want to hear you. So when I say like songs that so when I say songs that I think that are like good to great, um, on the album. No, let's I, hear about the bad ones. Okay, if we want to just go bad. If we want to just go songs that I think, I, 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 let me let me rephrase. It's not that I think that it's bad. I think that it's just like it's uh, it's mid. It's like okay, it has moments. Back, it's solid. It it. It's not a walk back. <laughs> you know, it's not necessarily a walk back. It's just, it's just like okay. So for example, like so for me, desires to me is like it's okay. It's not a track that I'm just like I was wild when I first listened to it, or it wasn't anything that I felt like I felt like I was going to go back and give it a respin multiple times. Maybe after a second. Or third listen, I feel differently, but like upon first, upon he just starts the song by saying, and you got that fire. And I'm not <laughs> lying. Desires is fire. So, I'm not even gonna lie. Should have put you somewhere that no one could find you. Upon first listen, upon first listens, like the tracks that I felt were like really good. Obviously, like in the beginning, it's very strong with deep pockets. When to say when Chicago freestyle. Um, I don't really do the whole Tootsie Slide thing because that's a hit. So it's like, I don't really have to like critique that. Um, Not You Too was okay. I was kind of disappointed because I was expecting sort of like our traditional Chris Brown and Drake mashup and we didn't really get that. So that's partially where like my expectations didn't really get met. So I kind of don't really like evaluate it on a probably a objective playing field. So y'all may think Not You Too is fire and I'm just like, ah, I was coming here trying to expect, like, breezy, peak breezy, when we didn't even get that. Bro, so, I'm happy we didn't get that. 
No lie. <laughs> the style that they did it, like I, the way Drake did it and just had uh, Chris Brown in the background. It's the way it needed to be. It's way better. Well, yeah, which is cool. I mean, I don't, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, and that's why I was saying, I don't mind that. Um, but like, I, I think Cole also, you said that like, we probably were expecting something different because we could barely even tell Chris Brown was there. That's exactly. why. I, that's why I was kind of like, okay, like when you see Drake and Chris Brown, you immediately think of like, no guidance or something like that, and you you're wondering what you got and what kind of vibe they're gonna um, give you on that. So, desires I thought was okay. Time flies I thought was okay. I didn't I, I didn't go crazy over time flies. Um, landed that's another one I think that you guys were saying that you guys thought was like phenomenal. I thought it was cool. I thought it was okay. Now when we get to a D4L, we already talked about D4. When we get to pain 1993 losses in Florida from Florida with love. That to me is the strongest part of the album for me. Like that three track run to me is like flawless. And like that captures everything that I love about Drake. Um, and then the end end with That's like- That's wild because Pain has a whole half of a song. Just it like, does, <laughs> it does, but I just, I'm, I'm, listening, I'm listening more so to Drake than, I, than what I care about Cardi. And so like, I love Drake throughout the entire thing. I understand the whole Cardi critique, but I still feel the strong, the strong, the song. I because you're a Kendrick fan, so you used to like filler and bullshit that you got to skip through. Oh, <laughs> and there it is. I will not respond to the bait. And then. Hey, let, let's be honest real quick, though. If this project dropped and we didn't hear one leak, nothing, people would be talking about this different, bro. Like this, this project is fire. Thank people you. We're already happy with the inner, like. This, this shit no is fire, bro. And then you get to you get to win to say win, and it's the fucking song cry simple. <laughs> bro, no bullshit. And I it just maybe it's just because it's uh first listen and all that. But all first listen, I like this more than Scorpion. Oh yeah, Scorpion. Yeah, all Scorpion is not Scorpion is not yeah. that great. So that's not a, that's not a that's not saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, at all. More but life had bigger even, songs, but this yeah, is more songs. concise. This right. is more concise. Scorpion so I like so this. Much. I may like this more than more life. That, and that's what I want to get into because it's funny because my brother had just texted me. He was like, "This is probably better than the last three joints he dropped because like it's concise and packaged much more like completely." And I agreed with him on that because more life, while it has the hits that you're going to play at the day party. I felt like completely as a whole project, it was just like all over the place. Same with Scorpion. This to me was concise. And Cam also mentioned that like something about like 30 tracks versus like cutting his song album short. I'm a huge fan of 14 to 16 tracks on an album. I love that because I feel like you give an experience that doesn't have to last longer than it needs to. And it allows you to remember it more impactfully because it's not 30 freaking tracks you got to go to. So, but I'm not dissatisfied at all with what he dropped. I feel like if I never heard, if if I never heard the first five songs, bro, if I never heard the first four tracks today, like if I, it was my first time ever hearing when to say when Chicago freestyle, right. Open up the album with deep pockets. I would absolutely throw my phone and I would go on this path and I would burn it down. Right. I've these songs for the past couple months. But, bro. Well, bro, that's why we got to treat it like this. Because when time goes by and we look back, we're going to be like, man, they got that on there. got that on there. Like, damn, this is a really great project. I'm happy you got What you were saying, Ben? Because I don't know why we trying to force Drake into this 10-song box. Drake has too many things to do. 
So he has to make all these songs. Even this song touches on different bases. And the only reason this exists is because these were just sitting there. He didn't want to waste them. So he had to bunch them all together. But when we talk about like more life, more life is like the consummate. I actually like all of these songs album. And, and then you realize like, oh shit, I really like this album. Cause I like 19 of these 20 songs. <laughs> and and yeah. I think Scorpion is like that too, because there's, there's filler in there almost like by default, but you end up walking away. Like, yeah, that's 26 songs, but I like 20 of them. So I don't understand how that can be bad. Because of that, I listen to this, and this is 14 songs, and I've heard eight of them that I'm going, yeah, I could go for like six more songs because that's what I'm used to with Drake. So I actually yeah. think it's too short. I think Vital should be on here. I think uh, Not Around should be on here. I think To Feel Things should be on here. I think he could have even squeezed the joint with Usher on here if he refined it a little bit. There's a couple songs he could have he popped on here. And he didn't. So I actually feel the other way. And I don't, I, I, Drake said it himself. He's never going to make a short album. He don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why we have to put him in that box. He, he has so many bases to cover that he needs an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. And yeah. Out of is going to be on the album, right? Didn't he say that on that's Instagram? That's the idea, but I'd imagine we might get to summer and then that's gone. Yeah, right. Sure. And I, I, it's not that I'm trying to, you know, box him in per se. I think that, you know, while we all have different experiences in terms of how we enjoy consuming our music, um, I think that, well, just for me at least, you know, concise, consistent projects leave me wanting more, and I am okay with that emotion versus oversaturating with 30 tracks, and then half of it is good, you get 15 strong, and then 15 are just like, okay, I don't need them. So, like, and to be fair, to be fair and to be clear, what makes Drake special is that he can go to that 25 and then you'll have an in my feelings at the bottom of that album that maybe wouldn't make the original cut, but it blows up out of nowhere because of some random thing. And so like that's the luxury of having a, a album track listing that's that deep. So I get it and I understand it. This is, and, this is part of what we were saying though, like everything is calculated. Drake knows how people listen to music now. And we all do it. We all get an album and say, all right, I like eight of these and keep them. And he's not trying to fight the fight. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to spread them all out and you're going to get your album out of this, but your friend is going to get another album and there's going to be overlap, but y'all are going to do it like this. He knew it. That's why he called More Life a playlist because he knew it was so many different places. And if you think about all the albums we listened to this year, like Little Baby is probably one of the better albums. And then that's a lot of songs. About that earlier. I want to yeah. say that's 20 songs. Yeah, that's and you're taking probably like 26 11, now with the deluxe. You're really sitting with 11 of them, right? And there's some you're just I – don't, I don't go back there. And Drake knows that, so he's just kind of, like, increasing the odds by giving you more records. And then you end I kind of don't. You end up with, like, a 15-track album that you really, really like, and you might not have Ratchet Happy Birthday on there, or uh, what, you might not have – the freestyle from here, but your partner might have it. You know, right. Ten tracks. So, and this leads me to the conversation that we were having earlier about like, okay, so like, I remember you bringing up a while ago about like him having a true undeniable classic. And when we start, try to get into that space of like, you put out a package that 
from top to bottom, everyone experiences it differently versus equal on an equal playing field. We all experience it the same. I think that's where it gets tricky. Yeah, you want to evaluate that. That's the thing. We were just talking about this in in the chat the other day about Game of Thrones. Like, there's probably never going to be another TV show like that where everybody is just tuned in at one time. Yeah, and, and that's how music is. Everything's so niche and everything is so spread out. It's like just like tonight. Uh, how many albums came out and you have? 10 different places you could dabble tonight. And so Drake knows that, like, I'm not going to satisfy everybody, like, collectively. But I might be able to satisfy them all separately. And so that's what I feel like he's doing. I'd love to ask him, but that's how it seems to me. Like, I'm going to give you your 12-track album, and your friend's going to have his 13-track album, and your girl's going to have her 14-track album out of these 22. And y'all all going to love it, though. And I might get six hits out of this bitch because everybody listens different. And what do you say? Five hundred weeks. What's funny about Drake is like how we just got these tracks tonight. And if someone wants to turn around and say, "I like the other leaks a lot better," like bro, think think about what we got. We got let me let me look at all your organization. So there's some people who might like organization. Desires was fine, like I'm supposed to to feel things, body to body. So, but like those are bad tracks, and he just laid them out there. For us, the people who wanted them, some people may like it, some people may not. But I mean, he didn't put it on the tape, so it's okay. But the thing that's cool about the tape is, you're guaranteed you're going to get something you like out of there. Can we can we pivot real quick? Yeah, I want to know why did Meg drop that song this week? (laughs) Why she she dropped it? How did they not see this? How did they not know this was coming? And oh, because down the line, down the yep. line, new. Like, yep. Yeah. In hindsight, actually, that's actually a great point that's brought that you brought up because because this this her buzz is pretty much killed at this point. This tape has been lurking for weeks and weeks. Yeah. Yep. Not even like to just insiders; like it's just kind of been mumbled about for a while. He yeah. was doing Instagram lives playing songs. Like, what did we think was going to yeah. happen? Her window was basically fourteen hours. Like. Not even, she didn't even get she didn't even get a day. She didn't even get a day to be who is who is on Meg's team, bro? Like who is like green lighting these decisions? Who is telling her when to do stuff? Because She's this is just like did, did they just think they're just so far separate from what Drake does that they would be fine? I hope not, because no. not probably won't go number one now. It's not, oh, not even probably. It's not going number one now. It had a chance 14. at first. You never had a chance to go on number one, bro. You don't think so? I think Beyonce no, was going to give it the power. Anyway. You don't it's, think so? Nah. I'm, I'm like, we talked about it a little bit before, but like Beyonce's chart relevance is a little exaggerated. Very exaggerated. Yeah. And so that made, makes it kind of weird. And so is Meg's. This is... I want to say this is her biggest song, and it was peaked at 14. It is definitely her biggest song. And that's got a – like, 14 to 1 is a big leap, and that's without Drake lurking. And now Drake is going to have three top tens or some shit. And, and Lil Baby Bro. Deluxe album is is tonight. <laughs> so, like, so she's really not going the number worst one. worst possible time. Bro. When I said I mean, earlier on this pod, I said, Bro, the death is here. Yeah, yeah. How many did what? Just trying to troll around. Baby no. add to his album. The death six, is really coming. There's six new songs. Mm. I'm, I'm a listen. 
I'm it's definitely going to give it a spin. Yeah, for sure not today. I heard three of them. <laughs> I heard three of the six, but they were fine. Bro, All In was crazy. He was letting us know what time it was. Like, there was no reason she should have dropped any type, type of feature, any time. I don't care. <laughs> no. Bro, social distancing on that, on that uh, deluxe, that joint goes crazy. It, hey, do it go crazy, though? That joint oh. goes crazy. Well, I got to spin that, bro. That joint goes crazy. It's different. Yeah, it's, it's it does suck though for Meg because when you think about it, if she truly just waited a week, she would have gotten her shine, her proper shine. Because it's crazy because she was all emotional on IG Live yesterday talking about it. And it's just, a like, big moment. It's, it's a huge moment. Why she got overzealous? I, I said on Twitter she she hit the nos too soon. I just don't yep. understand how they didn't know, and if Bro. they did, they decided that it wouldn't affect them. Rock Nation had to know. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the the whispers were too loud. How did they just let that fire off? And then again, I understand we not the audience necessarily for this song. Uh, <laughs> even as, as like a Beyonce fan, I know I'm not the target audience here, but I have no reason to listen to that now for the next week or whatever. Yeah, I just think it's crazy that they even they slipped up in that way, and they had to know. They had to know, and maybe they just. The conceit of them to say, nah, like Beyonce, you know, is beyond this. But that's just not the case. Not at all. And it's crazy because Meg is at a crossroads in her growth as in this career. Because I think we were talking earlier about like, okay, what's next for her? And like, what does, what does it need to, to be done on her end to take that leap into the Nikki, the Cardi, be like realm yeah. and all of us were just clueless it's like it's just from a music standpoint don't even know what what she can do because she's rid her hot girl summer all the way out yeah. and there's no more summer with this whole COVID thing and it's like she's running out of bullets <laughs> yeah and I, I'm not trying to sound like a Meg hater but at some point Cardi's coming back oh yeah and that's that's goes straight to the top right at some point, uh, Doja Cat's gonna do something. People love her, and if she yeah, Doja Cat's cool, she on her heels. Yeah, she's cool. Bro, she got big records too. I didn't realize how big some of her songs are. Yeah, Doja's Doja's actually like going crazy right now. But the yeah. thing about Meg that just bothers me is I feel like with everybody else that you named, and even some people we did name now, like Nicki and all the other female artists that we could think of, like. I feel like they have more substance and they're not just a persona. You know what I'm saying? Like well, they actually have just that. music. Yeah. Like they, they have, yeah. they have great songs. They have great music. Like Cardi makes Cardi probably has the biggest persona at all of them. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. she probably has the most like reach and like social media following or whatever outside of Nikki, but she has great music. Like they make great songs. They make hits. And I feel like Meg don't have none of that. Like she doesn't have any of that. So I, I want to know what, what, what is she going to do? Like, what, what, what is she going to do? You the problem with Meg like, is... She, she, she did the Nicki song. She did the B song. I'm, I'm not sure how many more reaches she has. And I don't want to sound like a Meg hater. I don't dislike Meg. But I do agree with what you say. Like, you can only be a personality for so long, and you got to have weight behind that. And that's what people... People were saying this same stuff about Cardi, and then Cardi dropped Invasion of Privacy. And this is a really good album. It's like, oh, okay, you know, there's there's five hits on here. Good job. And Meg is gonna have to do that at some point. 
and it remains to be seen if she she can right and the problem so, with meg is when when you think of artists management and your team is just as important as the artist so just like i was saying earlier with how did they not know that drake was dropping tonight or even if they did know why did they not try to avoid it like i think if her team was as good as she claimed even though i don't think she ever claimed for them to be that good because obviously she had problems but if our team was even half good they would have said all right drake's want to drop tonight uh we're hearing that this little baby kid's about to drop a deluxe let's wait till next week and have a whole event around it shoot let's even because we're waiting we can even do some some side stuff maybe try to get a instagram live like you and beyonce something crazy do it for houston mm-hmm. to make this more of a moment because you crying on instagram doesn't mean shit when the biggest artist in the world is dropping. Right. Yeah, she just it's just really poor timing. Like, not even discussing whether or not we think the song is great or whatever. V killed it, right? Like, we all imagine she yeah, would. Yeah, V killed it. Shit was written by Jay-Z in the dream. Like, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I told you Jay wrote those bars. Oh, they didn't believe Jay me. rapping about demons. I told you he... <laughs> I told you. I was like, that sounded like Jay-Z bars, but I was like, that's Jay-Z bars. Jay rapping about OnlyFans. He a sicko, bro. <laughs> he a sicko. Jay's giving beat the nuts. Like, you know, it's probably a billion dollars on that motherfucker for us. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> so you telling me Yo, Hov be watching Miss Be Nasty in his spare time? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Hov be getting that shit in. Facts. Hey, <laughs> bro. Remember Guru did an interview and was basically saying that Jay watches everything rap. Like if you've rapped on camera on YouTube, he's seen it. So you know he'd be on his phone watching shit. He be in a demon time channel. He he just be scrolling and then (laughs) he's scrolling. He hit demon time in the OnlyFans. He be in demon time going crazy. (laughs) Bro, he be in there going crazy. Let me find out Hove on the timeline participating in hours with us, bro. Dropping twenty. Let me balls. find ah! out. <laughs> dropping forty balls. Let me find out. Ho dropping the forty ball video on the timeline, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's sick out here. <laughs> hey, bro, Respect get us out of quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's look, back on topic. It sucks for Meg though because she not gonna be able to light up the summer like she won't either. They're not. Gonna I don't feel sorry. I, mean, I guess. I guess they could film a video, but. It doesn't seem like they're gonna. Yeah, they're that's gonna be, be a while from that. You know, there's no Beyonce tour for her to hop on and perform that shit on the big stage. Mm. There's no big events. It's it, she got her looks, and there's only so much she can do with them. I, I like, don't know beyond just make like undeniable and undeniable album and undeniable hit. I'm not sure what's left for her to do to pop like that. It's not happening, bro. Because dog, uh, <laughs> everyone wants to be around the bush of this. We just need to be honest. No one's going to be mad. It's not going to be you guys hate women being great. No, that's it's not exactly what it's going to be, bro. <laughs> exactly. Bro. You know this is exactly bro. what it's going to be, though. No, bro. I don't. I don't care. Five niggas talking Nikki. about Meg the Stallion music, bro. <laughs> Nikki used her for a song a couple months ago. It came a little bit. It went, and she has a Beyonce feature. It's about to come and go right now because of bad planning. Regardless, you have two features from two of the most important female artists of, I mean, my lifetime. They're older than me, but in my lifetime, <laughs> you're going to die. Your career is about to die. That's what's about to happen to her. Bro, I mean, you know what's some crazy shit if you really think about it? And this shit is sick. 
when she dropped when she dropped her, uh, that mixtape, Uzi woke up in the morning like, "Hey, I'm about to drop my album. <laughs> Fuck it." And then, and then she dropped. And then Uzi went number one. And Uzi went number one. Bro, and then she's like, "Hey, I got this. I got this single with Beyonce. You know, we're both from Houston. We're about to we're about to let it go." Then fucking Drake. <laughs> it's like, hey, here's my mixtape. And Lil Baby, probably the hottest new rapper in the game. Hey, I'm going to drop a six-song deluxe. Like, what type of fucking luck is that? Uzi dropped. I hadn't even ate breakfast yet. That was insane. I'm like, bro. Like, like, I was in class. Dog, what is going on? Hey, bro. Did she, was she even top five that week in releases for albums? I, I, I don't think she I was. Think, even with so Uzi like dropped, 60K, I, think, I think. It's not like she was second or like third. I don't even think she was top five. Matter of fact, Lil Baby was second. Uzi said, Lil Baby album was second. Some K pop group was five. Uh, Yeah, 10. Closing out the top 10 is Meg Thee Stallion, who scores her second top 10 effort with Sugar. 41,000 equivalent albums. 41,000. Bro, it's crazy, bro. So it's like, I know that, you know, it's a weird discussion with like the album sales thing because like a lot of people are like, well, why are we using album sales to justify whether or not something's good, blah, 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 but it really be hard for people out here to chart. <laughs> It'd be hard. I feel like it's easier. Look, and the thing is, you're not it's supposed to, to be easier. It's it, supposed it to be, be but somebody like Megan Thee Stallion should be able to chart fairly well, in my opinion, given her She's social. bigger than her music. Right, they don't and care that's what about we said. Music. They just care about her. Like you're not using the chart to justify whether or not something's good or not, but yeah, facts. A lot of these conversations turn into how relevant is this person, and because people use Twitter as their basis for everything, they start feeling like people are bigger than they are. And the Billboard 200 isn't the only metric for how big somebody is. Facts, but it's one of them, you know. And it's where you're supposed to be flexing your might. So. It's where someone like Uzi, who can be gone for years, and say, "Oh, my album's out, go get it," and tweet three times and sell three hundred fifty thousand copies in a week. Right, and that's where you flex your mic. Like that's your time to like really, really dance on everybody, basically. And for somebody who has been shoved down our throats, in a sense, for a year now, to do that, it, it doesn't add. It, it it doesn't match the narrative that we've been presented with. Yeah, because people don't care about Meg's music. They just want to watch Meg shake her ass, and they want to watch other girls shake their ass to a couple of Meg songs and then be done with it. Nobody's yeah, trying to buy her. I'm not saying you're wrong, but you do have to chill, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, like let me say, like there's men artists who are like that version of that. Like we tune into some people because they're funny and shit, or because right. We, Boy Lance. Yeah, like, so Playboy Cardi's a good one. Like, people just seem to like Cardi. And so he can do that bullshit he does on songs and it mattered. So it's not bad for her to be that or whatever. But you also gotta understand that when you are that, you're you're kind of a ceiling is on you and what you can be and, and what you'll be perceived as. And I think that's what Meg is dealing with. To me, I don't I don't know. I'm sure our girls would be like. Nah, she's she's this, that, and a third, and we really break it down for us. But to us, where we sitting, it's like it's internet personality, and sometimes there's songs. But the thing, even though with the girls, so like 
if you standing this hard, then how come she only doing 41K? You clearly not listening to it. It's just you got a different agenda. You're not actually listening to the music. You can turn and tell me you're hating and you're hating because she's the one. I'm like, well, clearly I'm not hating because you're not listening to me. <laughs> They just want to drive the boat. They don't want to hear that shit. That's the the danger of being like a social media personality because if that's why I like you, I'm I'm way more tuned into your Instagram than I am your Spotify page. Facts. Right. And that's lucrative in a certain way, but there's also drawbacks like this, like the way you'll chart. She probably gets as much likes as anybody, right, on Instagram and retweets and the whole nine. And when you're that big, you can turn that into currency. That's that's like a joke for regular people, right? You can't eat off likes. Some people can. Uh, but if she's a musician, if that's her aim here, she needs to make some more successful music at some point. It's why I think that, like, you know, one out for, on the Drake front, like, Drake doesn't have to be a social media personality. Be and Who he is, where he is, what he does will always garner attention no matter what. So he doesn't have to pull any gimmicks to try to force people to like him or be interested. But it's also why I think the Kendrick method is also effective where he goes ghost on anything social media for years. And then when he comes back, it's like, Oh, Kendrick. And so like, it creates that moment of like, Oh snap, I really got to tap in because Kendrick ain't been around for two plus years. And um, I forgot who previously to that used to kind of adopt that sort of method where it's like they pop up. J. Cole. J. Cole did, yeah, a little bit before. But not everybody can do that, though, so you gotta right. be careful with that. Because some of y'all to. motherfuckers, y'all go disappear, come back, and y'all gonna be shocked that we don't give a fuck no more. That's Absolutely. Like surprise yeah. album shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Look at Cardi's album. Look at Cardi shit. Right. <laughs> a lot of Cardi. people off Cardi right now. A lot of people don't even give a fuck. And Cardi, his last Cardi, album was hard. Cardi be pissing people off because how long has it been teasing this, this album he's supposed <laughs> to drop? So, like, yeah, Bass was like, I don't know about that. Look, Cardi been teasing the album for like four years, bro. Like, eventually you got to oh. drop something or people are just going to move on and move on to the next thing. I already want Baby Keem to replace him. <laughs> Baby Keem hey, is bro. coming. I might got to go listen to some Baby Keem now. Agenda Rye, Agenda Rye, Agenda oh, Rye. Alert, no, alert, no, alert. No. You cannot fool me. I would not take the bait. <laughs> Why we not giving Baby Keem the same energy we give uh, Party Next Door? He's he's in the basement slaving for Kendrick right now. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> baby, came ghost ride for Kendrick. Is that what's happening right now? Kendrick has no ghost rider. Let's not go there. First you know. of all, this cap, but here you know. <laughs> you know this cap too. It's okay, bro. No one knows where you live. They ain't finna scoop you up. They just finna disappear <laughs> to the depths, bro. It's okay to tell the truth. You don't no, have to. I'm not, I'm not coming for you. Don't worry. Nah, he better not be coming for me. I don't need them problems. All you got to do is check in with me when you come to Los Angeles, bro. I'll make sure everything is good. You can check me from top. Trev made me check in with him when I came to L.A. last time. That shit was crazy. Exactly. Having, you see it? having a check-in in L.A. with a nigga with an OVO hat is wild. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and Kendrick exactly, Rose. city. This city messed That's up, wild. ain't it? Trav, you was wearing the all black karachis when you was making people check in? I'm yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> so, sir. It is so yo, me. No, nah, he we, was wearing the vans, actually, when he made me check in. It was, <laughs> it was nasty. We, we were uh, talking a little bit earlier about the year and rap in the year. And based off what we heard tonight from, um, from Drizzy, um, 
does that give you optimism, every uh, Snoot and Cole, because you were in here, that he's going to definitely give us that, I believe, what was it? it was, we said top five? Yes. Yeah. And Snoot, you specifically said uh, undeniable classic. Are you getting that vibe that we're going to get that coming? Um, well, come summertime. He just dropped, he just dropped Lucy's. That's at least probably like a nine out of ten. Drake is giving us that undeniable classic because we are. And then, I, and, and what made me before it. you before you go though, what made me what made me really like feel like this is the fact that he put Tusi Slide on this. That means he heard what everybody was saying on Twitter, and he was like, "Oh man, don't put that on your album. We we want to hear want to hear some different shit. We don't want to hear that pop shit." I'm telling you, it's gonna be different. I gotta ask y'all a serious question since y'all brought it up earlier. Y'all really don't think Drake has an undeniable classic already? Because I, think, I personally, I think he does. Well, Take care. I think, Drake has, I think Drake has three classics, but I don't think he has one undeniable one because there's always going to be that one person that's like, it's like oh, what? Uh, why is he singing too much on this? Or why is he that? But no, I think this year he's going to drop something day, that's going to be so good that you can't, you can't deny to me. There's always gonna be somebody that don't like something he does, though. Yeah, yeah, but them type of people you gotta take with a grain of salt. Right, is almost too famous. Like LeBron, LeBron could literally hit a game seven buzzer beater, and it would be people going, "Oh well, Mike's would have switched it when it hit the rim, or Mike wouldn't have needed a buzzer beater. Mike would have swept this team. Mike wouldn't have needed a pick call to get above his defender to shoot an open shot. That's what you're dealing with with Drake now. He's so on top of everybody and and with such a distance too that there's just people running around to say that like nah mike would have switched (laughs) that hit the rim this much it's not good enough or the game was tied it's not really a buzzer beater and so because of that i don't think he'll ever have that like consensus everybody admits this is this i don't don't think we'll ever be there with that well i think that one dude Busby, he's on Twitter right now saying Eminem has the album of the year right now. Wait, who? Oh, <laughs> well, anybody saying that, you said the right thing. Who? Who? Anybody saying that is just gross. But the thing is, Drake, Drake is that person where, and we watch this happen in sports, right? Where people know that they could just hit that button and go viral. So I'm gonna just say some wild shit about Drake, and then I'm gonna matter for ten minutes. And that's what people are doing. They chasing that. So I don't think I don't think we'll ever get that sort of just agreement with Drake. Not not with everybody. I don't even think he wants that anymore. He said that classics just ten of these. Like he made it sound like he could just do that whenever. So, I mean, I it's easy to say it, but <laughs> to do it, I think is another you know task. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that. To be completely honest, I think take care if we are objective. That's to me an undeniable classic. But Benj, you brought up a point I believe we, a few pods ago where it was like a classic in the lens of like a true rap classic, where it's like, and that's what know, people are talking about. That's what people are talking about. Like, is he gonna give us a rap classic? You know, his quote unquote good kid, Mad City. You know what I mean? Like, where it's not a mix of him singing and things like that, or the emotional Drake. I personally don't mind that the music is the music no matter how it's packaged i think it's okay um but i would be intrigued to see if he can give us a rap classic i'm just saying i wouldn't mind that if it came you know 
But if that's what we got on the horizon this summer, then, like I said earlier, if Drake dropped a undeniable classic that is 70 to 75% of just bars, I'm ready to put that conversation like, okay, we can now put him in the GOAT discussion with Jigga at that point. Because for me, it proves that he can do both. And he can do everything and be great at everything. And so I've yet to see him put a classic in that sense. Um, but if he can do that, the discussion I think is on the table to be had at that point. Spoiler alert. He's not going to. Fair. <laughs> he needs, but we he don't needs know. Your girl, he needs your, your fiance to like him too. <laughs> so, I mean, I get that, but it's like, so, the, but the other thing is, like, he has the luxury to where Drake can take a, a, a swing at something. He's established enough in this industry, like, he's had misses in his career and still recovered from misses. What well, like, misses? I mean, so yeah. everything, he's, everything he's dropped has been 100%. He's bad at 100 on every song, every besides album. Some, every besides some of the outfits. What are what are the misses? Well, so, so I'm asking you. He has he, every song, every outfit, every mixtape, every album. Has anybody has anybody ever done like better thousand on every song, every album? No, every but that's my point. Hove got misses. So but, if Hove has misses, Drake definitely has misses. That's my point. I don't. The stuff I don't Drake know. presents and then gets behind like his singles. It's there's never there hasn't been a, a Drake single flop in a long long time. That's just well, no, I'm not talking. And, and that's a point that I brought up earlier. No matter what Drake dropped tonight, no matter when it dropped, no matter when we listened, or no matter how good it was, this album's going to go number one either way. We can just stamp that right now because he's Drake. And so that's the dichotomy of the whole chart, using the charts to justify things. But when we talk, you know, the quality of, of something, that's where I, I say, you know, everyone has a miss, but... Also, Drake can afford to take a swing. And if he does miss, so what? I can respect him trying something that he's never done before. And if it doesn't work out, I'll just go back to my people and give them what they love. Cool. I will say this. He's been hedging his bets for a while now. He, yeah. he, he hasn't released standard singles in years. He released uh, In My Feelings was part of a pack of songs. You yep. know? Tusi Slot is part of a pack of songs within several leaks. It's been a long time since he said, oh, here's my first single for this album. Get behind it. We're on the way. And I don't, I don't, I don't think he's going to because he's so big now, he can just basically test the waters every time. Here's yeah. three songs. I know you're going to like all three of them. Let me let the numbers tell me which one is number one. And then I'll run with that. Then I'll make the video for that. It's 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 like he has a focus group. That's but facts, focus but group is a hundred million people. But my thing is like, so I I I understand that and I get that. But I want when we when we talk goats, like for me, I think the big thing with Jay is that Jay Jay takes risks, like large scale risks with what he does, what he raps about, what he talks about, the concepts of his album. Like four 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 was a risk, like to be that vulnerable about his personal life and himself and the subject matters that he was speaking on. And for that, I appreciate him taking the attention to detail to even explore that. I thought Drake was it though. I, yeah, wait was a second. Four, four, man. Four <laughs> was, we talking about like we talking about an album in conjunction with a Beyonce album, and also tied to one of the largest pop culture moments 
in the of the two thousands. Very true. And he's in the salons and the He's not going to be fifty still rapping about selling drugs. He kind of well, had to mature. So well, if, yeah. I don't I don't think it was a risk because I feel like that was the only route he could go if he could if he wanted to still make music. Almost like what Andre three thousand said that time. It's like I don't think people gonna want to hear me because right now if I rap I would have to rap about my child. Well, yes, but even still, that like the point that you made, people may not want to hear that. But Jigga, his expertise in packaging content, packaging music, understanding his audience, and finding a way to like, well, you're going to listen to this anyway, and you're going to like it, no matter if I'm talking about my child, no matter if I'm talking about infidelity in a much grander scale, as opposed to like the average rapper talking about cheating on his girl or something like that. Taking that risk and people still loving it. I still think like there is some risk tied to it because the easy thing for him to do is to go the Magna Carta Holy Grail route where let me get a bunch of producers that are major producers in the game. Let me get a bunch of features from people that I know people like, like Justin Timberlake and whoever, and let me find just a way to use money and budget to make the best songs I can make versus really digging, dig, digging deep and adding an extra layer of creative to what he's trying to do. I think that, go ahead. I was going to say, I think dropping and not addressing the whole fucking lemonade would have been the risk. Actually addressing the shit was like the most commercially viable idea he could have. I mean, yes, and similar to what I mentioned about Drake area, there is some opportunistic, you know, space with, you know, lemonade coming out and it's like, okay, now everybody wants to hear his side of the story. So yes, there is there an interest from that standpoint. So I do get that, but to Drake's the the thing I'm saying is I think Drake understands the formula and he's known the playbook. He's had a playbook that he's just gone with for the last more the last five years after the from 2010 to 2015 when he found out the playbook and he found out okay like I really can run this shit if I really want to. Now I know how. I have the pulse of the game in my hands and I can figure out what I need to do and how I need to do it. And ever since he figured that out, I feel like everything has been packaged and the formula and the playbook has been reused on many different occasions. And so I just want to see if there's a risk that he can take in his music that takes him to another stratosphere, another stratosphere that other rappers that are great now that haven't reached. And I think he can. I just think he doesn't, like you said. Like, he's, like you said, he's not going to because he's comfortable where like, I can give y'all y'all six hits I can give y'all y'all love balance. I can give y'all my Islander vibe. I can give y'all my UK raps. Package it up, put it together. Here you go. You're gonna love it regardless. And so like that's, go ahead. Here's the age old debate. Is it harder to do that and make the music the whole world sings? Mm-hmm. Or is it harder to make the classic rap album in a very specific mode? Which one is True. I think it's, I think it's more difficult for him to actually make the the dance hall make the uk music make like i think those are risks i think those are risks that other rappers would never be willing to take or would never even think about trying and when you talk about the goat debate and you said one of your criterion is being able to take a risk and being able to do different things i think drake does i think drake's done that more than anybody like he's willing to experiment he's willing to go to different places or hook up with fucking uk rappers that we've never heard of and put them on songs and tell us we're gonna love it like who's who's taking more risk in their music than drake has so what i will say is i think the uk 
stuff definitely is a risk. I think the Islander and dancehall stuff, I think because those are also popularized subgenres in music. Um, and when you're, and I think it's very intentional, like we said, Drake's calculated. He knows that like, if I put like this Islander beat, like that's gonna tear the brunch up. So I don't necessarily <laughs> personally view it as a risk in that sense, because I think he knows what he's doing. It's like when you drop a, a beat that's gonna get people vibing and dancing while they're turned up and drunk, like that's gonna be a win for him regardless. Like a risk to me is like to pimp a butterfly where it's like, people are like- <laughs> is, that a, is that a risk? Oh, a whole <laughs> album that's basically jazz enthused, but an album that's jazz enthused. I'm happy you brought that up though. Cause like, that's a risk. About risk. When we talk about risk, I feel like in rap, a lot of artists don't really take huge they, risks. Like they that. don't. I think the only ones that do is um, Kanye, Kanye when he was in his prime, for sure. Kendrick, and then like to a lesser extent, probably like Future Thug, because they vary with their sounds when they make R and B and all that. So, so I don't, I don't think a rapper that like. It, like rappers in general, besides them, I think if a rapper stays in his pocket, I don't think you should kill Drake for doing what practically 90% of the game is doing at this point. Of, of that group of people, of, of any rapper, period, who, who could make one dance? None of them. Not just be laughed them. off the stage, not get the Sammy None of treatment them. at Apollo. None of them. None of them. Zero people. Well, right? none of them can definitely make one dance. Nobody else can do it. Who? Well, no, no, no. So and that's, who could make that song? I, I don't consider one dance a risk because I believe like that. But, but remember though, he wasn't sounding like that when he did that. He wasn't. It wasn't. It was a strong left turn. And we could debate all day about Caribbean influence to Toronto and how that's a port city yeah. and all that stuff and how culturally that's relevant for him and all that. That's fine. But the point is, Drake did not sound, no, no rapper sounded like that at that time. And no rapper sounds like that now, besides the ones that copy him, Tory and whoever else, right? And Division will get into that a little bit, you know. Could, could Young Thug just pop out with controller? And, no, and definitely not. And not laugh? No. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, that goes to the, like, how we said earlier, Drake will enhance a wave that's already, like, so for example, like the Caribbean... Like at every day party, there's a Caribbean portion of at every day party. Like it happens every time. It's the same three or four songs that everybody plays at the day party. Um, but like there was definitely a space for that. And I think that smart of him to recognize that and be like, okay, let me pair up and get into the studio with some people that are pretty good at this. And let me use this as an opportunity to leverage this subgenre and make it even bigger than what it is at the day parties. That's when I was saying, like, when we talk a risk, like, I feel like Drake hopping on a Caribbean wave, on an island wave, I don't think that's a risk because I think that's a, a sure, I think that's a sure thing to me. I think the UK stuff is more of a risk than the Caribbean vibe because we all know, bro, like, and we all know how we get, like, that's going to have a space and an audience ready for it on every Saturday and on every Sunday at brunch. And, like, people will be okay with that no matter what. So, yeah, people, there'll be the, the people that drag just to drag. And, like, it's always going to be people like that. But, like, there's nothing in me that felt, wow, Drake's really taking a chance here by hopping on this Caribbean beat. The UK stuff, yeah. But, yeah, I just feel 
if there's one more thing that I would, wouldn't be mad at, like if Drake stayed the exact same for the rest of his career, he's still going to finish top five, top 10 rapper ever, regardless of the fact. Like he's on that track, on that trajectory. Maybe he already been even there, to be honest, like if we've been real. But if Jay made Hotline Bling. We'd, but Jay, we'd be laughing him out the room. Well, yeah, I mean, but Hotline Bling. Exactly. That's not my favorite Drake song, to be completely honest. But my thing is this: like you said that he was enhancing the dance hall wave, and not this isn't to say that dance hall isn't big in other places. But who else was doing? What other rapper was doing dance hall music here before he did it? He one hundred percent jumped off the ledge with that. He hundred percent jumped off the ledge. I don't think we can understate that. This is Drake's running hits. Hotline Bling. It starts with Hotline Bling because he thought it was gonna be number one and ended up being two. I forget who. I think it was Adele. Knocked him out. Yeah, so, Adele started in 15. Hotline Bling, One Dance, went number one. The rest went number one. Uh, one Dance, God's Plan went number one. Nice For What went number one. Controller. Went number one. And now Tusi Slide. What rapper could make those songs? None of them. Well, no, no. Okay, so when we talk about what rappers can make what songs, that's a different Tusi thing. Slide right now. Well, he is, but like, I feel like saying what rappers can make what songs is kind of like unfair because I think what, what rappers would dare to do that I mean if we talk about what rappers would dare to do that's very different because I think there are very few originals in the game right now I think Drake is an original um, I think Kendrick's an original I think when we talk about that whole Atlanta sub uh, area there's a lot of people that tap into the exact same playbook that depend on a system of how things are going to be able to be relevant to make good music. So Drake's one of the few, it's like a very few that can like, this is me, this is what I do. This is how I make myself relevant and give you the music you want. Drake's one of the few that can do that. And so like, like you said, who can make a one dance? Okay, like who can make, like that's like with me asking for Kendrick, for example, who can make some of the hits on like To Pip a Butterfly in that sort of space. Some people can't do that. Like. And but that jazz infused rap that has been done, Outkast did that, Tribe did that. Well, well the yeah, Tribe but, did that probably better than anybody. Yeah, yeah so but like, like, okay, but on a scale and on a to the masses, Outkast like, is one of the biggest rap acts ever. No, Outkast. So is Tribe. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No, what I'm saying, but there's a difference from like being horrible uh, in rap. X Factor sample tomorrow. He could make the call. He could get it tomorrow. Could he make Nice for What? No. That's a risk. <laughs> nice for what it's just not looped a... it. Everybody would have just looped it and just did whatever. And and Drake went and got big Frida clips. And okay. made, a, made a southern bounce out of that shit. Okay, but again, like risk. I said, Nice for What was also packaged with a video that was uplifting for women and ultimately was... But that's no, a risk. That is not a that is not a risk. In the <laughs> times in the times that we're in, are you are you telling me that like making a a, a woman empowerment inspired? How many, how many other rappers well, did? Who could well, and the crazy thing is, he listen to that song. Drake is talking some crazy shit in the videos about woman empowerment. But but that's right. my point. But that's my a point. risk. Like it's no. a polar opposite. The video was a polar opposite of the shit he was talking about about women on the song. But that's the point. I think the flip, the flip, and the methodical aspect of the flip is what made it also a smash. Because you ha and now, whenever women listen to this song, they think about that video and think about like 
the visuals and what the storytelling of what that was supposed to mean. And so that's what I'm saying. Like when it comes to like uh, methods and um, the playbook, I think Drake has that to a T. And so I, when I hear a nice for what, I'm just like, okay, like when I hear this, I think about now the women empowerment video. And that's to me, I, calling that to me a risk does a disservice to the strategy and the forth thinking that they have on that team. But Bro, none of these niggas is taking risks, man. They all trying to do what they do and get their money. Fair? I'm telling you. Like, is something a risk just because it's a concept album? Is that the only thing that can be a risk? No. If Drake drops, no. if Drake drops right now, if <laughs> Drake drops a, a rap album with no singing, is that really a risk, though? No. Just because it's what people want? No. If, for example, if Drake goes out of his way to just drop an album, just rap it, that's not a risk. That's what that's everybody wants. That's like the safest Drake move. No, 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 no. no I don't No, nah, man. If that's that's dro- a if super he, safe move. To make an album where you make an album where you just rapping. Make how, a, how is that a risk? So telling Drake to make the so, music for him to make too. Take an, t- t- tell Drake to make an album that um is made like the way Pusha T makes albums, that's not a risk for Drake. No, but, no, no it's sick. different types of rapping though, because Kendrick and J. Cole don't rap like how Pusha T rap. There's a reason Drake said they want a classic, but that's just 10 of these. Like, that's easy for him. He could just anybody could go in there and just insert verse, sample hook, insert verse 10 times and be like, cool. But make a classic make doing that. Feelings. Making a classic doing that. I know he knows he could do that though. Is the point like it's, like, it's easy not? for him? Okay, and, and that's why I said because he wants in. to make the music that he wants to make, which is, is why I think okay. he doesn't do it's it. Like, which is it's perfectly like, okay. Why doesn't LeBron just get a layup every time? Because he wants to shoot the jump. He get bored. <laughs> like the Warriors, why didn't they just run Steph, Katie pick and roll for eighty-two games? Because they get bored. No, I want to fucking cross somebody over by myself on an island. Let me do that. But LeBron could lead the league in scoring every year if he really wanted to. He ain't trying to do that. And that's Drake. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to just. I don't want to just give you sixteen bars. Sit down. Come up with sixteen more bars. Okay. Next beat. Sixteen bars. Sixteen more bars. Next beat. Oh, I'll give you thirty-two this time. Straight through. Cool. Like he probably make that album in a weekend and be done with it. Well, I'm, I'm, and I think that trying to. Break it down into that, I think, is not what I'm saying, though. I'm not necessarily saying, like... But, but, but the point is, that's probably how he sees it. He said it. They want a classic. That's just 10 of these. This is me rapping for 10 songs. I can do that. That's, that's easy. That's Drake. He, Drake, said, Drake said, I could have all of your fans if I didn't go pop and I just stayed on some <laughs> conscious shit. <laughs> and he, he knows he could. He could. Yeah, it you was, wanna, it you was you want to know what a risk is? Drake dropped Control in one dance. Nigga said, get that uh, dance hall shit out of here. And then he dropped the album called More Life. That's a risk. Like, he was like, Folk you know, uh, y'all ain't fucking with it? Let me make y'all fuck with it. And it's Folk said it sucked. Folks said More Life sucked when it came out. They said it was trash. I remember. I remember. They said Views was trash, too. People don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, I mean, again, as I said earlier, I think that is just something that's going to happen no matter what. I mean, let's be real. Like, they're going to be people that's called a classic and be like, this is the best thing I've heard. There's not a song on here that's not bad. There's not a track on here that I wouldn't play again. And then there's going to be people that are like, bro, what is Drake doing? Like, there's Kings, then there's Cam. 
there's both of those perspectives. No. There's going to be somebody who, who's going to not, who's going to not say that there's anything that's wrong. And there's going to be somebody who's going to, no matter what he drops, they're not even going to try to listen. I don't it's think like, that's why it's hard. Success, success at this level is a given. And if it is, it's because he worked really, really hard and made a lot of great music. Well, yeah, he, he's made a, a ton of great music. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not tripping and I'm okay. Like, and I, I, he's well, well, well past this point of conversation anymore because it's like, he's crazy, but like, I will always respect Kanye West because his music ability early in his career before he went crazy. Because I feel when it comes to doing things different and trying new things and trying different things, that to me is what made him special as an artist that you can listen to College Dropout on late registration. He gives you classic yay. And then from pretty much graduation on, it's a bunch of stuff that you don't even know what genre Kanye is trying to even cater to. Even now, he's dropping gospel albums now. So serious it's like, question, serious question. Go ahead. Serious question. I'm, I'm going to ask this. Was view, since we're talking about risk right now, was views a risk? Views? Yes. Was views yeah. a risk? When you look back at was views a risk? So think about yes. it. We got, okay, so Drake got killed for views. Then Drake got killed the next year for more life. And then we're looking back on both these projects like, damn. Think about that. Both these projects got killed when they first came out, bro. They're completely like any other thing that anybody else is making that was rap. Really, go back and listen to views, bro. That was a risk. Passion fruit. Then people tried to say, bro. Passion fruit. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely not playing passion fruit. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's evident people are just hating the hate at this point. It's a chart. Because think about this: people are going online, they're twittering, and they're tapping away. <laughs> this sucks. That sucks. This sucks. That sucks. Charts don't represent it. Folks are lying. Folks are lying, and that's okay. What's really crazy about people hating views and more life is that some of his best songs ever are on both of those albums. You know, the charts for sure. You know, it's not. I'm not even talking about. The, I'm not even talking about the charts. <laughs> what do you say, Benz? See, pop style wasn't a risk, and that sucked. And that is a bad song. <laughs> so One of his very few misses. So the so the safe the safe record isn't always the good record. Well, yeah, I'm not asking him to be safe though. I, I don't think that also trying to just spit bars is safe. I think that was, was damn a risk. Uh, no. no, damn was a traditionally damn. No, I think Tapimpa Butterfly was a risk. Damn was um, nothing but modern sound, you know, and Kendrick just rapping on it. And he can't be keep it Tapimpa Butterfly was a risk, and that's why he made damn because he yeah. was like, all right, even though I, even though you know it has this good theme behind, a lot of y'all ain't fucking with it. Right, I gotta but, get people fucking with my shit again. Correct, so but I respect the risk taken because I think that he executed it at a well enough like level where it's like you can't call it trash to me. I think it's good. I like some the people, album. Some people I like call it classic. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not really know if I'm there with it. I don't uh, think it's better than Good Kid, Mad City. No, it's not. It's good not. Kid. Good Kid is his best album. Then I, I would say after that you can argue whatever you want to argue between his albums, but. I appreciate the risk in doing it, at least. And I, I, I won't argue that, that 
So there's some element of, yes, Drake definitely did pivot with the whole dancehall movement and the Islander movement. But I also think there is some aspect of, like, we're all smart people in here, where, like, we know the method to the madness, where it's like, okay, like, he knows, like, yeah, he may make five or six dancehall records. One may be a passion fruit, but we know he's going to have two or three that are like, boom, this is going to be a smash because there is an appetite for this in a specific setting. And yeah, who cares about the Twitter heads that are going to drag just cause. And like we said earlier, Twitter is not the end all be all of like measuring like the pulse of a track or the pulse of an album. So Drake to me is just the, the most methodical and intentional rapper I think we've had in the history, maybe aside from Jay. In terms of knowing at, the playbook, I'm looking at his list of singles. I see a lot of risk. <laughs> Find your love, risk. That's right? that's him though. That's traditional Drake. That's Marvin traditional. No, that was that was him. That was him trying that to be Kanye. I ain't fuck yeah, with that. That was a love risk. Got shit on when it dropped. By the way, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't fuck with. I, was I don't really fuck with with uh, Thank You Later. I love it now, but yeah. I got, they got shit on. Find your love, risk. Marvin's room, risk. Oh, take care with Rihanna. Who's making that besides him? It's a duet with Rihanna. But maybe future. Yeah. Maybe future. Well, future, I'm, future, I'm, future, I'm, future got a duet with Rihanna too. Yeah. Hold on, we're going home. Risk. Like, he's really going out, out of his way to try to make this other shit matter. But again, Drake and dropped whole drop started from the bottom. We're all kind of bored. Like, all right, this is cool, but what else do you got, Drake? I wanna, Started I from the bottom, got shit on when it dropped too. I remember every, that. Every, everything Drake drops, shit on, bro. Like, and that's him. Just what's crazy? What's crazy about those those little pop songs? Like either people really love or really hate. Like I mean, like I know how y'all feel like I start from the bottom, but just I can take songs in for the moment of what it was. And start from the bottom now. Year was to me, it was hard just because it was just it was a moment. Like being oh, that fine oh, era, like bro, like it was hard. <laughs> but people were shitting on it though. Because people, people just people just because people just just want to nitpick on stuff, bro. People shit on Hot Bad. They that's, hated that fucking song. That's social media culture, man. Like they drag you before they praise you. Even like for example, Drake dropped his will probably drop his album five minutes, and then it, next thing you know, people are just the, the first thing they do is ready to slander. It's right away disconnect between people you know in real life and and places you go in Thanks. real life. And then just scrolling through Twitter and Instagram, it's it's a wide, wide gap. Yeah. And the issue we're also considering like groups of people who gave like Fiona Apple a ten out of ten on her. <laughs> so exactly. These are the, these are the, these are the people though Kendrick does cater to. He panders to those folks. At the right. end of the day, at the end of the day, nobody is gonna play the Kendrick songs at the day party. Nobody is playing Kendrick songs when we go to the club. That's fine. Nobody's playing Kendrick songs when we go to the function. And that's okay. (laughs) But that's okay. And like, I'm I'm not here to champion that Kendrick is the day party king. I'm I'm trying to enjoy my chicken and waffles, and you playing loyalty. (laughs) (laughs) It's time, bro. No loyalty. Loyalty ain't gonna make the cut. If you playing Kendrick at the, if you playing Kendrick at the brunch, don't leak me, bro. Don't text me none of that. <laughs> <laughs>
Tell me hurry up cause the bus leaves Summertime heat waves, I used to just cut sleeves My shorty really love me man, she want me to cut keys I can't do that normal type of life, is it just me? Niggas steady try to ride away but it's rough seas I'm losing enough sleep, dealing with envy And the news that they sent for me got the block in a frenzy It's on each like it's trendy Running round from Laurier to McKenzie when the city's empty Yeah, early 20s but I want fifties, hundreds, not pennies I need plenty Got me ready to flip the F out like Fendi Whatever's in me is taking over I gotta bust it down, break it open Until somebody starts taking notice Then we rolling, yeah Then we rolling, then we rolling Deep pockets on a nigga I can't find my phone in Now we rolling Yeah, then we rolling Then we rolling Deep pockets on a nigga, I can't find my phone in, now we rollin' Look, back when Big Apple sold dreams, I stuck to my own thing Back when the house that I own now was my home screen Before I'd ever hit the road and feel like the home team Running missions, pyramid schemes just like the Egyptians Back when hotlines were still flippin' Now I'm seeing money off of hotlines blingin' but it feels different Transitions, plan switching, ambition, minding my business, building a business, etc. Inspired by a few, but my mind really drives itself like Tesla. Always had a little something extra. Back when Corey was our sole investor, and the car could get from A to B, but won't impress ya. Look, I ain't no baller. Still need my accounts longer, like the way my nephew's getting taller. My soundtrack is a second Carter, dreaming of accepting offers and ease intentions. Keeping family out of East Attention and out of Pine Hills Funeral Center, spots we got no business entering. Back when Jill Scott was the apple of my Afrocentric I I had to find a way to get someone's attention. Then we rolling, then we rolling. Deep pockets on a nigga, I can't find my phone in. Now we rolling. Yeah, then we rolling, then we rolling. Deep pockets on a nigga, I can't find my phone in. Now we 